Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 290 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying uh, the week of October the 24th to October the 30th in the book of Ezekiel. And today we're going to start looking at uh, Ezekiel chapter 37 and we'll be doing this uh, for the last couple of days there's uh, quite a few things to cover in here and we'll just take our time with them and uh, try to understand um, how they contextually apply to what Ezekiel was going through and the, the kingdom of, of Judah but also uh, how they apply to our lives as well so Ezekiel is carried away um, in verse 1 it says the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them round about and behold, there were very many in the open valley and lo, they were very dry. So firstly, why why dry? What's the specific um, thing we learn about these being dry bones? Uh, I suppose in this sense, uh, the fact that they are dry just shows how long um, they have been devoid of life. How long they have not been part of a living body and um, how long they have been open to the elements. Um, so this is uh, for us uh, a suggestion that they have been without the sustaining life of the spirit uh, for a long time. And I think in order to consider how this applies to us today, uh, this can apply to... Um, nations, uh, large groups of people uh, not having the gospel in their lives. This could be a reference to the restoration of the gospel and the great apostasy. This could also be a reference perhaps to um, our own lives and at times in our lives where we go for periods of time where we are perhaps not as connected to the spirit as we could be uh, and we we miss out on the breathing life of the spirit uh, in our lives. So many ways this could be applied but I think that you know, there's a couple, a few ways there. This was applicable um, as a as a metaphor. The Lord then speaks to Ezekiel in verse three and says, "Son of man, can these bones live?" And I answered, "O Lord God, thou knowest." So <laughs> it sounds like the Lord asks a question, asking if these bones can live uh, or resurrect is another word that the Hebrew could be translated to. And uh, Ezekiel doesn't really answer the question. He just is kind of like, well, you know the answer. Like, um, suggesting that, you know, he isn't too sure how to respond because, of course, he knows the power of the Lord. He has seen firsthand the the power and majesty of the Lord. And so whilst he doesn't want to say, um, no, they can't, because that's probably what he thinks, um, he also is unsure about what's about to happen next. In verse 4 it says, And again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and ye shall live. Many times uh, this Hebrew word for, for breath, which is ruach, is um, translated in the Bible as breath of life. Um, it also is referred to uh, in the in Genesis chapter 8 verse 1 uh, where it says and God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark and God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters assuaged <laughs> and so this could be uh, you know this idea that after 
a period of um, of death or of um, disconnection from the Lord, then his breath, his life, his breath of life comes back to the earth. Uh, this is the same wind that divided the Red Sea. Uh, if you look in Exodus fourteen twenty one, to the strong east wind all that night. So this idea of life being provided miraculously by the Lord is very evident in this selection of, of the words by the Lord uh, to say to uh, Ezekiel here. Uh, and so in verse 7 it says, So I prophesied and I was commanded, as I was commanded, and as I prophesied there was a noise, and behold a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. Um and so basically, the, these bones start to join themselves together. Uh, they uh, also receive um, sinew and flesh. And then in verse 9 it says, Then he said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that, that they may live. So, in other words, there is a miraculous um, gift of life uh, to these things that were once dead. And then in verse 11 it says, Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried, and our hope is lost, and we are cut off for our parts. So the Lord is giving the um, connection here to, as to what this means. Uh, and one interpretation, as I mentioned before, uh, is that the house of Israel is like this right now. They are completely cut off. There is no breath of life with them um, because of their choices. But um, they can be revived. Um, their hope um, seems to be lost at this point, but um, the Lord will breathe a new life to them. Whether this is referring to the gathering of Israel, or perhaps it's referring to the, the kind of merciful nature of the plan of salvation and how despite these people now being lost, they can be um, restored um, to their bodies in the resurrection because of the atonement of the saviour and they can also receive forgiveness um, and repentance um, from ordinances being completed for them and then connecting to the saviour even after this life um, we don't know ex fully there's a number of ways this could be applied um, but the fact is is that god is there for us he is there for us and it's because of our saviour that he can offer this um, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said, quote, As disciples of Christ, we can in our day rise above those ancient Israelites who moaned our bones are dried and our hope is lost. Indeed, if we finally lose hope, we lose our last sustaining possession. So when our backs are to the wall, and as the hymn says, other helpers fail and comforts flee, among our most indispensable virtues will be this precious gift of hope, linked inextricably to our faith in God and our charity to others. Close quote. This, again, is a huge message of hope provided uh, for the, the house of Israel, despite the, um, the state they are in, despite the dryness of their bones, despite the um, disconnection from the, from the spirit or breath of life that they have had, there is hope um, that the spirit will once again be with them. In verse 14, the Lord concludes this uh, vision and says, and shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live. I shall place in you in your place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. Um, this is a blessing available to to the house of Israel, and it is available to us, no matter how far or how dry our bones may feel uh, in relation to the spirit being in our lives. 
we can today return again and have him bring that breath to us because he is merciful, he is there, and he is prepared to give us that breath of life. Thank you so much for studying with us today. We'll conclude tomorrow uh, with the second half of this chapter. Uh, please share with us what you've studied. Please share your thoughts on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email session at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>